All right, welcome back to Tommy Points, episode number 14 today. We got the whole gang. We got Dante. We got Riley. I'm here. We got a trade deadline special today. A lot a lot went on. Celtics did something. We're going to talk about all that. He did something. He did it. He actually did something. He did. He did. I, I don't know if the trader Danny nickname sticks with what he's done or who knows, but we'll talk about all that on episode number 14. Before we get into it, we got to talk a little bit about Manscaped. Guys, Manscaped still sponsoring the show. You can use promo code TOMMYPOINTS to save 20% off and get free shipping over on Manscaped.com. I've got a few great reviews from people that have picked up some Manscaped stuff. So if you are part of the Tommy Points crew, if you've been here since day one, make sure you, one, support the show by heading over to Manscaped.com. And two, pick up some awesome product that can actually help your hygiene. It's getting hot out. It's getting yeah. sticky, guys. Like you want to feel good in the summer. Today. Exactly. It was today. We're you don't want to be feeling gross. Wow. No, you don't. No, thanks to <laughs> yeah. thanks Riley, to the product. Riley's here. He's like, wow, dude's in Florida. He doesn't care yeah. about it being He's seventy-three. Like, oh, oh, 73. Oh my god. <laughs> like ninety-two yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Oh Even more god. the reason to head over to manscaped.com, use promo code Tommy <laughs> yeah. Points. All right. You really need it. <laughs> yes, sir. And um, also, guys, if you are watching on YouTube, please hit that big red subscribe button, like this video, comment down below. You know, if you have a problem with anything we say, or if you agree, <laughs> or agree with it, or agree, or agree, Either yeah. We should, but we one. know people are just going to disagree, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. Hit that subscribe button. Let's get into the episode. All right, so Evan Fournier to the Celtics. What do we think? Danny Ainge did something. I mean, I was he at the top of the list of guys that I wanted? No, but he certainly wasn't at the bottom. Like he is someone that you know I thought about the Celtics could target. Um, he's making seventeen million dollars, so I really wasn't sure. You know what Danny Ainge you know, how he would deal with that. I didn't think he would really use much of the trade exception. Uh, he did, uh, even though he's been saying he's been throwing all these different things out there. I'm not going to use the trade exception. and We're, we're going to use it in the summer, this and that. And he just decides to use it. Um, Evan Fournier is someone that helps the Celtics. You know, um, you look at the price tag and everything like that. Turn, I don't know if you guys know this, um, but if since we have his bird rights, so this summer he becomes a free agent, we can sign him to whatever deal. Um, and also if he decides to go somewhere else, we can do a sign and trade and create a trade exception. So we can essentially just get that trade exception right back. Yeah. And um, I, I saw that and everyone, cause we'll talk about the negative side of it, but everyone was like, Oh, what if he walks? What if he walks? And my take is okay. Well, one, you, you know, just as much as I do. If I say he's not going to walk, you say he's going to walk. And neither one of us really have like the, the firm fact in front of us. So if he walks, Okay. We'll figure that out when we get there. But then I saw that tweet come out, and I was like, okay, you know what? It turns into an almost a win-win. Now, I think it would the sign-and-trade, obviously, is no guarantee, but they did it with Hayward. Nothing's to say they wouldn't be able to do it with Fournier. But um, it does sort of put the, the to bed the, oh, my God, he's only you know a rental. No, he's not. Yeah. You know, you might get money for him, and he might stick around. You know, the, the odds are better for them to actually get something out of him. Yeah, and you know, having him late in the game. I mean, you gave up. You gave him up for two second round picks. Use some of the trade exception. Even if he does walk, whatever. 
you still got a good value player. And like I say, someone that helps now. He had a game winner last night against the Phoenix Suns. Like this guy mm-hmm. can step up in big moments. He can be our third clutch guy coming off the bench, averaging 20 points, essentially. I mean, 19.9, I think uh, the exact number. So he's basically averaging 20 a game. I mean, we needed a bench score and we got one. And we were kind of talking about this earlier and people were still like complaining that, you know, it wasn't this big name guy. Like we just got Evan Fournier. Well, well, Evan Fournier is good. Like he can shoot. He's a very good um, ball handler in the pick and roll. He's very good at that. Um, And he's hit almost like half of the threes that our benches hit this year in total. So he's going to help a lot. Um, and I'm excited to see what he does. He's also wearing number 74. 94, um, wasn't it? Oh, or 94, 94. Even weirder, I, I guess. <laughs> even weirder, yeah, even weirder. Um, so shout out to Evan Fournier, and can't wait to see him play. I think I saw that he wore that. He's worn that before in like Denver. I, I don't remember where or when, but I don't think it's his first time wearing 94. Okay. What did he wear uh, at the Magic? 17? No, what, 7? was, let me look it up. What I will say while there? you're looking it up, the best thing about Evan Fournier, amazing first name. I think I've said it before. It's like, <laughs> guy moves the needle with the first, first name. name. His Hell last yeah. name. Have you seen that? His last name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't search just his last name. Search, um, I don't <laughs> search what, his full name. Didn't he tweet out to search? Yeah, his dude. Last that, name? I, yeah. I, I like, I, he won me over right away. I mean, I obviously liked it already, but then when he, <laughs> he tweeted that out as his first thing, he's like, hey, Boston, <laughs> if you don't know who I am, Google my last name. He was um, number 94 when he was on the Nuggets back in 2014. He was number 10 in Orlando. 10. Number 10. Okay. Yep. Six foot seven, 28 years old, 205 pounds, in case anyone was wondering. Oh, six seven. That's taller than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I actually was only, I thought he was like six four, six five. So that, that mm-hmm. actually makes it a lot better. So this is what Evan Fournier tweeted out, right? When he, <laughs> right when he got traded, he goes, Hi, Celtics fans. If you're not familiar with me, please Google my last name. You're welcome. Legend already. And He's for those of you that everyone. are wondering what that is, we don't have to get into detail, but it's pretty much like a, <laughs> a genital bacteria. Find, all right? find out for yourself. You know, yeah. ask a friend, look it up yourself, it's, delete your history after. It's just a <laughs> go about it. Go about it in your own time. When you think about it, that's a wild thing from tweet. Like, who? He's a crazy type, person. Is making a strong, weird Celtics Twitter loves him already. I Boom. So, there it there is. But um, <laughs> yeah, Riley, what do you think of him? What did you, what did you think of the move? Uh, I like it. You know, he was one of our, you know, targets, you know, to trade for, you know, pick up, you know, all season. And it kind of feels good to have maybe a, well, if Marcus Smart's back, maybe a fifth option, but someone who can actually score at least 20 points Mm -hmm. a game. You know, before, you know, we had three guys, maybe four who could do that, you know, so now we're adding depth. And, and the thing with him too, it's like, not with him, but just with the fact that this trade was done when's the last time you guys came out of a Celtics trade deadline looking so much forward to not the next game, but you know, a future game in the recent, you know, future or, you know, near future being like, Oh, I can't wait to see that guy. You haven't because they haven't made these deadline moves. The last guy uh, that I'd say, which was the last trade deadline move that Danny just made was Isaiah Thomas. So, so what, like seven years ago, when I saw that too, I read it and I was like, wait a second. No, Isaiah Thomas was traded in the off season. I oh, thought I didn't realize they were talking right? about when they got Isaiah Thomas. That's yeah. how long it had been. I was yeah. like, holy crap. I literally remember I was sitting in the Supercuts parking lot <laughs> where you get my haircut. And I remember like it was like 10 minutes after the trade deadline. They were like, trades can still happen. I'm just sitting there like, all right, I'm going to refresh like one more time. Let me look. And I saw Isaiah Thomas. I was like, oh, sick. All right, I'll take it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to watching Evan Fournier play. It, it's going to be um, – 
hopefully a breath of fresh air. Um, I don't know. Uh, we're playing Milwaukee tomorrow. I don't even know if we'll even be able to play tomorrow. I, I doubt it because I feel like even without COVID, it takes a little while for these guys yeah, to get to the so team and play. So probably not. But whatever yeah. their next game is, um, I'm trying to look it up super quick so I can uh, I think find it's out who they play. The Thunder on Saturday. And you are correct. Yeah, they're playing the Thunder on Saturday. So hopefully we can see him then. Um, if he does well off the bench, then we can start to be like, all right, finals back on. We're going back to the do you, um Just on that note, do you think that he's a bench guy? Yeah, it's kind of I too. envision him being a bench guy. I mean, the only person that would that you'd swap him out for is Marcus Smart. Um, so it's just a matter of if we want Marcus to going back to being a bench player but i think he does very well you know with ball movement and he's our top assist getter on the team so i I think he solidified his spot in the starting lineup i think smart kind of does better coming off the bench yeah he he brings a little bit of a spark you know the second team and then i personally wouldn't care he can if he wants to go on the bench start wherever um but yeah, as I, long I as you get the same amount of minutes, you know, it doesn't really yeah, matter. Definitely. I mean, but, he, he would be a huge spark off the bench. Like him, Pritchard, and Rob Will off the bench yeah. would be the second energetic. team the role players. <laughs> you know, they, they need a leader, and definitely he's usually a great one for the bench. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's to me, it's like Fournier is a guy that can literally he has this absolute go off potential, but it's not like a, a a bench go off guy. It's like from from the first dribble, you can tell if he's going to go off tonight. And I think mm-hmm. the only way to obviously get into that is if he's starting type of thing yeah. but i think i'm in your boat too dante that it really doesn't matter like they're gonna both play by the end of the season they're both playing starter minutes yeah you know and, yeah. and they'll play whenever and and you know it's it's and it's, he'll be in the clutch situations too i can imagine evan fournier like he'll be in like the big moments of the games when we need him because he can hit the like i said he had a game winner last night against yep. the phoenix sun so i mean we we know he's capable of uh stepping up big time and he's and he's been a celtics killer too for so long he's had some big games against the Celtics. I, like i haven't enjoyed watching him go up uh play against us the last few years <laughs> i haven't um another name though talking about that starting lineup we talked about robert williams just now off the bench daniel tice has been moved on from we can talk about actually let's stick on the start starting lineup i guess mm-hmm. real quick is it Tristan Thompson or Robert Williams now the starting big? It should be Robert Williams. It should be. <laughs> it should be. Um, I'm going to go Tristan Thompson still. I mean, I just think that's what Brad Stevens, that's what he's been doing all year. Yep. Um, I, I think I think what's going to happen is, and maybe this is just me being a little too optimistic, but I'm hoping that you know as the year goes on, Robert Williams will slowly creep into that starting role, and then by the time the playoffs start, He'll be our starting center because he is our best. Even with even when Tice was here, he was the best out of the three. Now there's only Thompson. He's much better than Thompson. Um, he should be starting, but I, I just I can't imagine Brad Stevens starting. He'd probably spar- uh, start the guy that we traded him for, Mo Wagner, <laughs> over him. Honestly, <laughs> to be yeah. I, I like I, we're laughing yeah. about it, but I'm also it's true. Serious. Like I can absolutely see him doing that. Um, but we'll yeah, see what happens. Thompson's definitely gonna start. Um, I think Brad's made it clear that. Rob Will- he- Williams isn't going to start, you know, maybe in the playoffs, but not until the playoffs. You know, he's not going to get those minutes. He's, I don't know if it's something with his hip or what, but he's just said, you know, he's not going to get the minutes that we all want him to get. You know, he's keeping him healthy. And hopefully yeah. it's a good strategy for the playoffs, but, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I, I hope so too. I just, I just wish you play your best guys the amount of minutes. You know what I mean? You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't prevent injury. Like you never got. He could play two minutes and still get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and it's he, and he's still he's still talking about injury and like, 
like he's still injured. He looks fine. The guy's head hits the the ceiling when he jumps. Yeah, it's concerning. It makes me think that there's maybe something not lingering, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, I get the vibe. He doesn't trust him as much. Like he doesn't trust him like he should, and he he wants to. How do you build trust in someone playing them? And if, you know, if they mess up, they make mistakes. You let them play through it. The only 100%. way to learn from your mistakes is playing and experiencing that. So it's like, I don't and understand. That's, that. that's what we were saying last year, and then the playoffs. But like this year, it's not even that. Like, dude, he's playing well against the Toronto like, Raptors. He played. It's not like he's playing well. average and like you know doing bad things, and then you know Stevens takes takes him out. You know. We're yeah. just asking him to keep playing him because he's playing well. Like any yeah. any of those justifications of oh he he messes up he's in the wrong place wrong time it's like those have all been you can say that about sub- anyone exactly he's gotten to the point <laughs> where he's messing up just as little or as much or whatever you want to say as Daniel Tice was or as Tristan Thompson yeah. is he's nowhere below them now in terms of like screwing up so then why the the hindrance and it's just it's annoying I guess but yeah, yeah. we probably talked about episode one that you know yeah. for one, him to get two, more minutes for five, him to get more minutes three, you know. You know, all you need to do is, you know, cut back, you know, the mistakes and, you know, yep. stop being so raw. Yeah. And, and that's what he's done, honesty, but no more minutes. In all honesty, this might be a hot take. I don't really know how you guys will take this. But, like, when he's at his best, he's the third best player on the Celtics. Like, yeah. and, and I can't my, really like, argue that. No, Adam yeah. Brown, when, when Rob Williams is, like, in his zone, like, he is almost unstoppable to be honest with you like there's not some of those passes he makes oh my god he's an underrated passer underrated passer he steals such so good at reading the passing lanes can score in the paint the only thing he really can't do is shoot the ball and he shoots a mid-range every once in a while and sometimes it goes in but like the dude i mean the guy's good he's really really good i just whether he starts comes off the bench whatever it is i just want him to get a lot of minutes yeah because he deserves them so. Which I guess we've been seeing the uptick in minutes, but I almost want to attribute that to Thompson being out. You know, like if yeah. if they hadn't made any trades today and we weren't even at the trade deadline, and Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice were both healthy, I think we're still looking at less minutes than we want from Robert Williams, which is annoying, confusing. Yeah. But um, one one thing we forgot to I we forgot to mention I forgot I had it in my head to say I completely forgot a part of that Evan Fournier like the two second round picks this got announced later on, but guys. Jeff Teague is out of Boston. I know. Are you kidding me? That's the best news of the day. But just when he started to play well. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care because that just gave Brad Stevens more reasons to play him. The fact that I can watch a Celtics game and not get bullshit at Brad Stevens for playing Jeff Teague over a more deserving player, that is just such a nice feeling to know that i can just enjoy these games and not have to worry about seeing jeff teague on my tv anymore <laughs> I, I would bet a, a significant amount of money that wherever <laughs> jeff teague goes he's gonna average at least 20 points a game he's gonna get bought out so he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna go anywhere and then you're right yeah. riley you know yeah, you know he's going to either, either have an amazing season or just against us one of the two if we go up against him in the playoffs imagine oh. he's gonna torch us Oof, i just oh. know it we have to avoid him at all costs. And 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 Tice, I mean, you know, not you know, crazy well, but Tice was playing well, you know, the last few games too, you know, compared to how he's been he's been playing. So that that's a tough. Yeah, I mean, that was a tough one. If I had to pick yeah. either Tice or Thompson, I would have told you I thought Thompson would would have been the one to get traded. You know, more because nine million more money on his contract, more of a veteran has a championship to his name. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, but it's it, a business move. That's all. Like you said, down. you know, Wagner's, you know, kind of 
Tice's twin, so it makes more sense to trade him. He's also Tice. German. We we lost a German and we picked up another German. So oh. I know we're at least we're keeping <laughs> up with that. There we go. <laughs> we're fat. we're checking the box. <laughs> they literally are like the same person. Like keep that the, fan base. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing the thing with the Tice move, and this is where I differentiated from the Fournier. The, that move you get better with, right? Tomorrow or today you're better than we were yesterday with that move. But then you go and trade Tice. That's just a business decision. Tice is up at the end of the year. He's going to get money. You trade You trade him. You bring in, honestly, I know you said Wagner. I think it's pronounced in, in German. But you get him. You say yeah. he's like a replica of him. Sure, but you you're not better like Daniel Tice. If you wanted to this just this year alone, you don't make that move if you want to be as good as you can be this year, Definitely. right? Definitely. But but it does. It's a business. It makes sense. It just I don't like the move as much because now to even get better from that deal, you do have to hope the buyout market and stuff goes well, and you could shoot yeah. yourself in the foot if you get no one in buyout and you just traded Daniel Tice for Wagner and in Cordacat, whatever his name is, <laughs> like. You know, so the Celtics did get a five million dollar trade exception from that Tice trade as well. So yeah. they just have trade exceptions coming. Like you get a trade exception, you get like everyone's just getting trade exceptions right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I I was gonna actually ask you guys like who you would want to get in the buyout <laughs> market. I know Lamarcus Aldridge. They said he is most likely gonna go to Miami, which makes the most sense. I mean, they also got Oladipo. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, Andre Drummond's going to be on the buyout market. Otto Porter Jr. as well. He just got uh, traded. Otto to, Porter. I think, honestly, would be just to jump the gun on you guys, I think the Celtics would get Otto Porter before anyone else. I, I think that that is someone that just another wing player. Two out of body. I think he'd be, I think he'd fit the role in Boston. I don't think, obviously, he's he's on the buyout market for a reason. He's not someone that really moves the needle too much, but it, it adds more depth. So. Uh, I remember a few years ago, though, you know, when he was with the Wizards, you know, he, he kind of tortured us in the playoffs a yeah. bit. He yeah. Was, mm-hmm. and he's bouncing around a little bit. He, he's you. someone we definitely need. Like, we've been talking about all year, like, you know, Grant Williams and Ojale. Okay, they, you know, space the floor for Tatum and Brown, but they can't mm-hmm. score. Porter, someone who could space the floor and then also score. Mm-hmm. That's something we've yeah. been talking about all year that we back need. In, back in um, 2018, 2019, he shot 40 uh, – he shot 41% from three, and he was shooting almost five a game. He shot He's shooting 40% from three this year and 44%. He's from super field. underrated. Yeah, he can, I think I would take he him in a heartbeat. Bit. Yeah, I'm the, cool with that. The other name, though, Andre Drummond, I know, I know Dante, I don't think you like Andre Drummond. I think with the... The, not over Otto Porter, but with the schematic of the team now, mm-hmm. I, think, I think Andre Drummond would be... A, a good guy to pursue in the bark buyout bio market yeah. now because now you got rid of Tyson, you got in, you know, his his German twin. I get it, but you do need like now the the for for the longest time I was saying you know those three big men they weren't the biggest issue you know Thompson Tyson Robert Williams I think all three of them together got the job done now I do think you know big man is going to be a little bit more of an issue for you I think that Andre Drummond as as much as you know I've been against in the past too I think a guy that you know can come in and grab 20 rebounds any giving night would help this team. But so, I would take Otto Porter I, I over like, him. I want to make I, that clear. I feel like we don't we don't need Drummond. I feel like this year, you know, we kind of addressed the big man issue that we've had, you know, for a few years, you know, not having a lot, you know, big man depth. But yeah, if you think about it, like last year, you know, we almost made it to the finals with, you know, Tice and Robert Williams playing less minutes than he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't need a big guy. And, you know, now that we, you know, these – Two center starting lineups and all this, you know, been 
struggling yeah. and I don't you know. Don't see that anymore. The two center lineups. That thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. So uh, I'm good on Drummond. Uh, I'm glad that you brought up Evan that I don't like him because you're right. I don't like him. I think he's overrated. But this is a situation where I wouldn't mind if we got him now. I wouldn't have traded for him because mm-hmm. one, he was making too much money. Oh, yeah. Two, you would have. It would have cost too much. It wouldn't Same have made here. Any sense. Buyout market, it makes more sense. Here's my perspective on things now. My biggest thing with Andre Drummond is people hype him up as they, they think this guy is this world-class defender, one of the best defenders in the NBA, when in all reality, he came top 10 defensive play of the year voting like a year or two ago. The reason why was because he got one first place vote, and it was by the team writer for the team for the Cavaliers that he was on. So first of all, just erase that from your mind. He's mm-hmm. not a defensive player of the year candidate. It's a good fact. It's a good, it's a fact. It's a good, it's, it's a good I'm, fact. It's a fact. So I'm just telling you that. Um, but two, here, I my thing with him was defense. He's not a great defender, overrated. Like, you know, he gets a block a game. People are like, yeah, he gets over a block a game. He's seven feet tall. He should be getting a block a game. Like, what, he, like, what is he going to stand around the paint and do nothing? Like, he's got to do something. The way the Celtics are playing this year, they don't like playing defense too much. They really don't. Um, and because of that, I think someone like Andre Drummond really wouldn't be that big of an issue because he doesn't play defense that much. If no one else on the Celtics is going to play defense, might as well get someone that can get you a double double at ease every game. And at least he's and, a big load inside. He's, he at clogs least, the lane yeah, on defense. He's going to be a body. Um, and you know, I, at this point I wouldn't be opposed to him because if at this point we're just trying to get scores, we're trying to just keep up on offense and every mm-hmm. year helps that Andre Drummond could help that too. So we can just say, you know, screw defense and just go all on offense. And if that happens, then so be it. I Riley would doesn't want like Porter it. Or, I would want Porter over Drummond. I want Me that too. to be very known. But if we ended up with Drummond, I wouldn't be as upset about it if we had gotten him by trade. Yep. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of interested. I kind of want to see us run with a smaller lineup like we did last year. Like, mm-hmm. and that could work better. Yeah. I mean, that did yeah, that uh, did come back to bite us against the Heat, though. They like they 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 torched Tice. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, like, bam, yeah. bam was making. Th- there are so many different factors to, to why we lost. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm but, just throwing that in there. I think, I think Riley, I do think you're right that this team doesn't like Auto Porter. I think by far and away better for this team. I, I get it. Oh, we're good on wings now. No, no, no. In the NBA nowadays, you can never have too many of these. I'm taking wings. Auto Porter over Semi. I'm yeah. yeah. There you go. That. <laughs> but the one, the one, one thing I think that maybe I'll rephrase it and see if you agree with this too. You get Drummond, I don't think it it hurts you now at all. Like I think if anything, you're gonna get him for cheap, for a, a more realistic price than what he's making now. And then now he's a guy that you can go to, and you can throw in if you are getting torched in the big man. Maybe you run small, and all of a sudden you're playing the Heat again, and Bam Adebayo is making you his bitch. It's like okay, well then let me throw this behemoth on him and see what happens. Yeah. But. And- and now I, I don't want to seem like a, a Drummond hater, but I, I feel like all these things were said like about Thompson, like oh he's cheap, you know he can just get a double double for us every night, and it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not I would have liked, I would have, and I like, I would have rathered if they traded Thompson, then we go get Drummond type of thing. But now you do bring up a good point. They got rid of Tice. It's almost we like a guy like a guy like Lamarcus Aldridge would be more of a Tice like replacement in what he could do. But yeah. I think it sounds like he's off the table. But if we had those three names out there, and maybe even throwing Demarcus Cousins, I know he's out there, but no one seems to be touching him. So if it's Porter, Boogie, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Drummond, where do we rank? It sounds like we all put Porter at the top of the list, but where do we rank the rest? 
If well, Marcus Aldridge is on that list, I'm putting him at the top. Yeah, okay. same. I put him at the top over Porter. But I just thought he was, you know. Yeah, I think I think you're. I think I'm, he's... I'm going with the mindset that he's going to Miami. Yeah, that's where my mindset is. If he, if he decides, hey, I want to go to Boston, said I'd be ecstatic. I think um, I still go Porter at one, but I think those are probably the clear cut one two. So then, if it's a, I personally think I think Aldridge still has some left in the tank. I just don't think he was being used properly in San Antonio. I just don't think it was that great of a fit last year. He averaged 19. That was a year, yeah, was like this, a year, year ago. this year, I think just the way that they're developing, like they're focused more on their younger talent. DeMar DeRozan's literally like playing the power forward now for that team. Yeah. Like, it's actually insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think, you know, it was just a relationship that worked. And if he goes to my, wherever he goes, I think he's going to play very well for that team. And I think yeah. he'd play well for us if he came to Boston. But, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'd put LaMarcus number one if he is there. So is there any interest in DeMarcus Cousins? Because I honestly, that that's like would have been nice eight years ago type of thing. Um, yeah. I was huge on like Boogie to Boston, you know, just even like five years ago. Never happened, obviously. I think probably for the best, whatever. But um, but he's even a guy that like I the thing with the biomarker, I guess this is like the easy answer. I would take almost any of these names that are out there because they're better than some of the guys you have and not even better than at this point like riley you're saying drummond like wouldn't fit here and stuff but it's like again i go back to the well then it's just such a low risk possible reward i'm not going to say high reward but any of these names are low risk possible reward so yeah um i would even take a shot at boogie not going out of my way too like if, if you can get them for super super cheap then sure but, yeah, um, it, those are those situations where it's just like it doesn't hurt your team, and if like you play him and it doesn't work, you can just bench him, and you're that's fine. You can just solve the issue that way. Um, yeah, that's how I'd look at a Drummond situation. Like he doesn't, he wouldn't hurt your team, I don't think. And like I said, if he starts hurting your team, you just bench him, play the other guys ahead of him. Exactly. I'm kind of afraid um, to get Cousins because I feel like. Maybe a month or two into the season, we're gonna <laughs> he hear could come in and of, then just him and Marcus. Some report of him and Marcus Smart throw, you know, get into a fist fight in the locker room. <laughs> Jason Tatum like doing his interview, and you just hear in the background, just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. I but this time, this time, you can just hear that it's Demarcus Cousins. You're like, yeah, that's yeah, his voice. Yeah, yeah you know, um, you would know. <laughs> speaking of that, because you know how the report came out that no one liked Tristan Thompson. There's a problem there. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. that was dispelled by you know Kemba and Jalen Brown saying, "Hey, that's not true." But someone DM me, and it's, I think it's a great point, and it's it's on the same topic of like you know when we've talked in the previous episodes about Brad Stevens's issues when when the media had said the the locker room has lost or Brad Stevens has lost the locker room and he does the guys don't respect him anymore. No one came out on social media and said no. We respect Brad. That's cap. You know what I mean? No one said that. They say one thing about Tristan Thompson, and all of a sudden you get two of your top three guys come out and say that's not true. That's a great point. That I, that's great what point. I said to him. I go, you know what? That he goes, what do you think of this? And I go, what I think is that that's a great point. Yeah, it yeah, makes I me don't... think that we don't really have a coach. We're that, a player. Brad Stevens is running the plays. You know, he's running the practices. You know, he's drawing up the plays, but in game, you know. They're probably just zoning them out. Look like they're running like, those plays or anything like, like that. They're yeah. just you know telling each other what to do and just coaching each other. Like there's, it honestly seems like that. There's more times during the game where I'm sitting there and I'm watching, like, oh wow, they're running a play right now, and I'm shocked. And there is times where they're going ISO, and I'm shocked. Like they just just play their own ball game like for 45 minutes essentially and then like the mm-hmm. first few minutes they run a few plays I'm like, oh, maybe they're gonna do this all game and then they just stop and they're down 30 and you're like okay well that's not happening yeah but, um, and then they start going back to the plays i'm just like if only you were doing this the entire time but 
that's Celtics basketball for you. It was, <laughs> but I just thought that that was so interesting. I was like, you know that what? Is. That's. That is. I'm not saying it. It, de- it confirms that the guys don't like Brad, but it definitely doesn't say that that's false, right? Like it's like they didn't do anything to make it. It, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Even if they don't hate him, if they have just become like, we don't love or hate him, that's a problem. You know what I mean? So it's like, you need to be fully behind your coach and you need to believe every word he says if you're really going to do things. And if they've become neutral on him, that's an issue. But it's probably a topic for another episode, right? It's so unfortunate because it's like, we can't get rid of him because there's no one else. Who who do we hire? Let me me ask you this. Because I've said that for so long, right? But okay. the way he's oh. been coaching. You have a name for me, don't no, you? I don't. No, no, that's the point. Oh, okay. It's like at okay. this point, it's like, well, then who cares who else? Because the way he's been coaching and what he's been doing, name one thing he's done that you're like, well, that's an untouchable coach. Like no one else <laughs> is going to do that. That's the thing. And I've, I'm, not on, I'm not ready to fire him yet. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, well, I can't hear, oh, well, who's going to replace him? Because I couldn't care less. Like he's not doing anything. So I don't know. I can't tell you that I've been thinking that way. I, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, I don't know. I thought you were going to throw a crazy name at me and be like, how about this this college guy or something like that? I don't know. I think you just hold on to him. I mean, he just signed a huge extension yeah. like a few yeah. months ago anyway. So it's just like, he's uh, not going to go anywhere anyways, but ugh. I, I was super. I wouldn't say super against Brad, but you guys know I was very critical of Brad, or have been very critical of Brad. But I saw someone say something on Twitter the other day that made me really think that. I mean, now now it's different because Ainge has made some trades, but you know, um, someone said that they put most of the blame on Ainge because if you think about it, you know, he, he gave Brad Stevens like seven, maybe eight viable NBA players to work with, like on the roster, mm-hmm. like. If you think about it, like that's it. Like he's not doing a great job, but he, other but than isn't isn't that those seven eight guys good enough to beat the Knicks, Wizards, Pelicans, Pistons? That's where I always go back to. Yeah, Pistons yeah, that, that's where it probably lands on Stevens. But, but to your point, of, yeah, the root of it might be Ainge. Yeah, I think definitely, and um, it's 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 interesting because Danny Ainge obviously you know had these picks. Did something with those picks in reality? They got Tatum, they got Brown out of the the Nets deal and whatnot. But then, when you actually do look at some of the the pieces that he tried to put around them, no one sticks. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward. It's like all these guys come here, and it doesn't fit at all. And and honestly, that's it could be on the coach, but the GM's supposed to build the team. And if a piece doesn't fit into the puzzle piece, it does end up falling back on the GM. So I, I agree with it a little bit. That's why that's why I think when we ranked our we remember we rank like who's to blame at, at their like yeah. third rock bottom. I think yeah. I had, you know, I think I had Danny Ainge probably within reason, but I think he was at the bottom of my list because I did think it became down to, okay, well I get that this team's not finished. I get this team isn't as good as we want, but you could still beat the Knicks, you know? Yeah. And that's where it's sort of, that's where you, you kind of flatline for me, but totally agree. I think that if we wouldn't, if this team was built and they all, they had like a big four that actually worked out and stuff, who would be talking shit about Brad Stevens? No one, because the team would be good. I, I mean, right. I don't know. Just if you look past Tatum, Brown, Kemba, you know, now that Smart's back, you know, who, who else other than those four guys who, who can score like fifteen in a night consistently? Evan Fournier. Yeah, Fournier. Yeah, Fournier. <laughs> no, but I, but you're saying, right though. Uh, yeah, that, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, 15 try 10 right like yeah. it's it's bad 
Like Grant Williams scores 10 points and it's a party. You know what I mean? Like same with Semi Ojale. They literally don't have a double digit scorer. Jeff Teague probably would have been the option, and that's not you don't want to rely on Jeff Teague for that. No. Even if and if Grant Williams is the one scoring double digit points, you know something's going wrong most of the time. Because like if he's scoring, that means no one else is scoring, and we don't want Grant Williams scoring. You guys realize Daniel Tice being traded means more Grant Williams minutes, right? I guarantee it. That's going to be their sort of pick and pop. Um, well, why? Why did you have to say that? <laughs> yeah, I was like in a good mood, and then you brought up the the G word. Hey, um, yeah, I'm just, just keep it real. That's going to be the case. This is why we need Otto Porter. <laughs> See, uh, I mean, uh, listen, I'd play the Semi Ojale over uh, Grant Williams. Like, keep Semi in yep. there. Take take Grant's minutes, whatever minutes he gets. He gets just, 30 minutes one night and then plays doesn't play two games in a row because that's just how Brad Stevens rolls. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would love Porter. You know, yeah, we, we've got two of the best good. wings in the NBA, but we've I feel like we lack you know depth at the wing position because behind yeah. them there's no one. Like, Semi. I feel like we're good on guards, you know, obviously Smart and Kemba, if they can stay healthy, we're good on guards, and then you know, for big men. Like I said, I'm fine, you know, with Thompson, Williams, and even running small. So yeah, yeah, um, and all Porter's number uh, former number three pick. So Tatum, Brown, Porter, all former number three picks. So make it happen. There you go. The magic there you go. number three. Um, magic all right. Three. Before we get out of here, any any uh, of those trades around the league you guys want to talk about? I mean, maybe we obviously the Victor Oladipo. We could probably start with. You've talked about that. I think that makes Miami. A lot better. I think that they're that's you you put him where I think that that was like his end destination. You know what I mean, I thought he was going yeah. to Miami for a while. He ended up going there. I think that that makes him a lot better. Um, what do you guys think of that one? Why does uh, every team? Why does every player want to go to every team in the East besides the Celtics? It's ridiculous. It, I, I swear. It, like I haven't followed many of these trades today because I, I was you know at the library, but I just don't understand. It's like uh, either Brooklyn. Philadelphia, Miami, like this is where you guys are going, and the Celtics, yeah. and all these obvious names. Lamarcus Aldridge, perfect example. An obvious name on the buyout market. It just comes out now that you know he's favored to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. So, yeah, I know we have a losing record, but you know we have Brown and Tatum. You know, twenty-three years old, and it just hit sixty-seven like, degrees here. It just—it's getting like, warmer. Yeah, it's, getting it, warmer. It, ain't, it ain't Florida like you got, Riley. But the weather, you know, you guys get get over here now, and all of a sudden you're feeling a little bit of warmth. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I mean. I think it was going to happen uh, anyways. I mean, Victor Oladipo going to Miami has been rumored since last season. Uh, it went back when he was in Indiana. Uh, it, it was going to happen anyways. Uh, I think they just kind of decided to do it now. The Heat basically just – Avery Bradley and Kelly Olenek and then a pick swap. Like, it, that's nothing. That's nothing. That tells me, that tells me Houston was just – Selling Oladipo. Yeah, I mean, I think they just the pick. I mean, I think they yeah. really, as long as they got a first round pick in some capacity, I think that was all they really cared about. Um, and then also, uh, Avery Bradley, I think, is going to get bought out. So yeah. that's yeah. another name to add. I, I don't think he'd go to, he'd either go to probably Brooklyn or LA because that's yeah. just how that's going to yeah. go. Um, but yeah, so they, Miami Heat just basically got Oladipo for really nothing i mean they really didn't have to give up much so that's a great move and if they get lamarcus aldridge you got for right, another thing too before we go on i am shocked they didn't i thought duncan robinson at least i thought they'd at least get him for for old depot so they still have hero robinson 
Dragic. Now they have Old Depot. They Butler, kept every Bam. one of their actual players. That's a sick team. Like that's a six six guys right there. And then you bring in the Marcus Aldridge seven deep. Man, they're gonna. I'm not saying they're gonna make it to the finals or anything like that, but they're gonna make. They would have a run. way better record too if they didn't go through that. Like, was it COVID that ran through them pretty yeah, bad too, where they yeah, literally had really nobody for so Jimmy long? Jimmy Butler was out for like a month. Exactly, he was out a long time. So. Um, they're gonna be yeah. They're gonna make a good playoff run, I think. Now, yeah. Um, I'm glad there are a bunch of trades today, so we could talk about this and not how bad the Celtics. <laughs> we could talk so about was, how how other teams are looking. I was just yeah, a hundred percent. A couple other ones that I think we just gotta hit on, give our takes on, were Vucevic going to the Bulls. That was a huge name that people Doctor. wanted for the Celtics. That was that was big. And then um, I think that make I think the Bulls that. They look kind of good coming out of the trade deadline. I know they did like another minor deal, but you land a guy like Vucevic, Vucevic and Zach Levine together. That seems that's like what a I was going to say. Like that's gonna be fun to watch. That's yeah, a hundred percent. And Tice went to the Bulls. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Tice. Okay, yeah, yeah, because because um, that's where we got that. The the do they still the, have Lori Mark uh, Markinen? Yeah, I thought he was going yeah. to get moved today, but Didn't guess not. Moved. So they still have him. They have Zach Levine. Um. I forget Kobe their short. White. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Him, mm-hmm. uh, they they got a lot better. I think that that puts them in a in a honestly a playoff potential position. And they're I think they're like the Great. ten they're or eleven. Right yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally like right behind <laughs> us. And yeah. I think that honestly like that that puts them in a in a good spot. Um, yeah, was another we're the, we're the eighth you know, seed right now. Things went crazy. <laughs> what do we got? We have lost eight games this year. <laughs> the teams like the Kings. Mm-hmm. Or Washington, the Wizards, or the Pistons. Twice. And if we would have won at least six of those eight games, we would be twenty-seven and seventeen. The three or four seed. Yeah. Jesus. Just not just not losing to teams that are going to be in the lottery. Literally. Losing to the Bucks, fine. You're not as good as them, right? But you lose to like the, you got blown Wait. out by thirty against the Knicks. Yeah, that was yeah. A lot of uh, yeah, a full game a winning streak before the All Star break, and then now we're two and six since All Star. That break. was literally only what a week and a half, two weeks ago, and that's so far removed. Like the win streak means nothing now. They already have gone back to stinky basketball. But it's depressing. Another Hopefully. another another trade though was uh, Aaron Gordon. That's what I was thinking of. That was another big one to the I Nuggets. Mean, the Nuggets gave up a little bit for him. Gary mm-hmm. Harris, uh, R.J. Hampton. The Celtics uh, couldn't have; com- they couldn't compete with that. No, I, I think it came. Honestly, I think it came down to the Nuggets or Celtics, and they just picked the best offer. I mean, Danny Ainge wasn't gonna. People were saying Marcus Smart and this and that. He's not gonna give up market. Uh, people can say what they want about Marcus Smart. He is much more valuable to a team yeah. than Aaron Gordon is. Like Aaron Gordon, don't get me wrong. Like I would have liked him on the team, but like he's a complimentary player. He's not. Uh, he's not someone that brings the value that Marcus Smart does. He might. He might miss shots. He might not. You know, be the perfect player, but like he also has a mentality and just this culture fit like when he goes to a team like he brings that that hard work and culture like that grit and grind culture Aaron Gordon he, he's not that type of guy I've, so I've said it was, on this show I've said that Marcus Smart plays 47 great minutes and then he does stupid <laughs> stuff on offense in that last minute and then yeah. everyone forgets about the 47 minutes that he actually I mean last night he took like a million three so that was like bad i hate when he does that but everyone forgets how much he provides during the game and then even at the end of the game when he makes defensive plays and he d- does the one stupid three-point shot at the end or iso ball to try and win it like last night 
and then it's like you know ridicule Marcus Smart time because that happened, which that's not good. Like that is losing them games in a sense. Like we can be honest about that, or I can at least. Some of these shots are losing them games because he shouldn't be taking them. But to put them in, like he's put them in so many winnable positions in the past. The pros outweigh the cons in my mind. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, not in my opinion. I mean, just from watching him over the last six, seven years, eight years, however long it's been, he's done more good than bad for the Celtics and the organization. And I'm not, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's an untouchable player. Like if a, the right move comes around and you get Carl Anthony Towns it, for smart, like when the, it makes sense and it's logical, then yes, but I'm not just going to give him up just for the sake of giving him up. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Would, um, would you have done any or entertained anything with like Fournier and Aaron Gordon in a deal f- with smart and like a second round pick or something? Honestly, still no. Just yeah. because more because Fournier is a free agent after this year. Like obviously we went into detail about the whole you know bird rights sign mm-hmm. trade this and that, but still no. I mean Marcus Smart fits the timeline much better than the other two in my opinion. He, um, and he is I, he is the timeline. He is the heart. He he's like this he's team the is longest. yeah. So yeah, I, I just don't think like I said. There's very not very few players, but it, there's not. It's a short list of guys I really would trade Marcus Smart for in, in the oh, grand yeah. scheme of things. So it would take a lot. So I'm happy Danny. Listen, I'm glad Danny Ainge doesn't go on Twitter and looks at all these people and it's like, then it does what they say. I'm glad Danny Ainge, you know, sticks to his guns, does what he knows what's best for the team, and that's ultimately what he does. Um, and yeah, so we're good. We're good. We'll be okay. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I feel like I was waiting for the you you you, you said it like you're okay, and then you're like I'm we're okay. You're that gif with like the fire in the background and the dog just like yeah, everything's everything, fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. No, listen, uh, debt trade deadline three hours ago it ended. Uh, I'm feeling good about where the Celtics are after these moves. They got better. Um, I'm you know maybe I'm I'm excited again. Dropped. I'm excited for the I'm rest excited. of the year. I'm excited to see what this team does. Hopefully, Evan Fournier fits in well, and you know maybe it's just the spark that we needed. Who knows? We'll we'll find out. It could just be the change that they needed. But um, anything else before we close up shop for today's episode? Uh, hopefully, we don't get killed by the Bucks tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's good hope. I mean, we came back last night. I mean, we were down twenty five. Came back to only to lose by two. But like. Not to go down twenty five. I'd really like that tomorrow. Yeah, I almost, <laughs> I almost didn't like that the final score looked like the Celtics played a good game. Yeah, they made I was it like, seem like it was a lot closer than it was. I got, I, I, a buddy of mine was like, "Hey, I didn't see the game. Like, so the Celtics like played, played well. They almost won last night." I was like, "No, no, that's not what happened. Like, nope. maybe yeah, they almost won, but they got smoked and lost they by stay, two. They, they, they uh, stayed with the Bucks. They were playing with them neck to, uh, side by side <laughs> all game. Nope, no, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. You did not watch the game." But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, episode 14 in the books. Trade deadline, a little special here. I think if we had to do one last thing, if we grade on like a school grade system, how do we grade that deadline as the Celtics? Mm. I'd, I'd go B plus. B plus. I, I was going to say B plus as well. It's a respectable trade deadline. I'll you go know, B nothing. plus because I don't want to be the I don't want to be the weirdo that gives them anything else. <laughs> you know, not too much. You know, they didn't go crazy. They didn't get any like a big name, like big name players. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got a respectable player. The team got better, and that's all I could really ask for. Yep. So I think B+. that's fair. But um, 
All right, so uh, yeah, we got a, one last shout out to Manscaped for sponsoring the episode. Promo code Tommy Points save twenty percent in free shipping over on Manscaped.com. You can follow the guys on Twitter at Dante on Deck at Color Sports <laughs> at Scott Boston. You can follow Sorry. us on Twitter at Tommy Points. And one last one last plea to subscribe to the channel. We're seeing that sub count grow, and um, I think I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll discuss it. But I think we got some sort of a giveaway coming soon. You know, 400 subs, 500 subs, whatever the oh, milestone yeah. is, we got to give back to these guys because um, we really appreciate it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming. So, um, all right, guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.